welcome back, RT. Good to be back. Going to do the podcast tonight? Yeah, another night. Yeah. What are you thinking tonight? Well, we already announced last week what we're going to talk about this week, oh, so yeah. we should probably uh, go with that. What did you say, parenting or something? Parenting, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that Proverbs 22.6? 22.6, yeah. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Good proverb. That's that's a lot. Yeah, I feel like on this one, though, saying, um, remember we said that proverbs are are generally true. In, yeah. in the sense, it's not a promise, I guess is a better yeah. way to look at it. So think of it this way. You could have four kids, or, or say you have two kids. Yeah. And you train them up the exact same way. And one of them goes the right way. Oh, yeah. But then one of them just goes completely off. Yeah, some of them, some of them go astray. They go astray. Yeah. So it... When the verse says when he old, he will not depart from it, it doesn't mean that it will always happen, right? So eventually right. those kids will make their own choices. But generally, if you train a child up in this way, they're going to turn out a certain way. Right. Well, and if they don't, if they decide to go against it, I think it's still in the back of their head. They still remember what they've been taught. Yeah. And sometimes um, they'll come back around, right? Yeah, exactly. So they may find some time where they, they go out and live a certain way, but then they come back. So yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. I think this verse sometimes can uh, bring a lot of shame to parents like, Man, I really tried to raise my kid this what, way. Where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, eventually your kids make choices too. Right. Now, it could be you, you, it was on you. But yeah, so I just want to hit that one. This is a, kind of something my dad really drove home to me. It was like a work ethic. He just drove home to have a good work ethic. You know, no matter what, at the end of the day, you know, when somebody looks back on you, uh, make sure that your work ethic is something, you know, that yeah. stands out. And he and stuck with you. Yeah, he drove it home and it sticks with me every day now. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's funny, those those lessons that, we get as children, as kids, and then we remember them as adults. Mm-hmm. They just kind of come back to you that, hey, I was taught this at one time. Yeah. I, I think today what we'll talk about some specifically is because we're talking to men, right? Yeah. So that's what the podcast is. Yeah. I, I know we have ladies that listen, um, <laughs> but this podcast specifically to men. And so the problem I have with a lot of parenting advice is that it's a couple of years back, I remember pulling like the top 10 books on parenting and they're all written by women. Really? Now, there's nothing wrong with, with that. You know, I've some of the best parenting books I've read are written by women. Yeah. But I was thinking the top 10 are all written by women. Where are all the men at? And most of those books were in reference to a lot of things with, with mothers. Yeah. And so not to take anything away, like the importance of right. motherhood and women writing books on parenting. Yeah. But we're, we're different, right? So we, we fill a different role as men. Right. And so as men, right, I, I, what I see in the Bible is that like, this is your responsibility to raise your kids. Yeah. And so with all the junk we see happening with teenagers and things. One of the questions is usually like, hey, where are the parents at? Yeah. But if you dive into that a little bit deeper or into a lot of those houses, yeah. it's not where's the mom at. She's there. It's where's the father at? Where's the father at? Yeah. Where's the dad at? And it's not just dads who, you know, single moms, but even in, in houses where the dad's just absent. Yeah. He's home, but he's he's not really home. Right. He's, he's not engaged. He's not engaged. Yeah. And so I think as men, we got to see that parenting is your responsibility. Right. And so if it's your responsibility, like how much effort, how much study, how much time are you putting into it? Yeah. Here's the thing. Like I know guys who spend more time preparing for like what's fantasy football draft. Oh yeah. Prepping, getting ready for it. Yeah. All this stuff. And then they never spend any time like thinking through like how am I shepherding my kid well? Yeah. How am I making sure that I'm training yeah. my child up? Well, well what are your kids seeing? Are they seeing that you're putting more energy towards these other things? I mean, are you are you diving into your Bible? Are you are you listening to a podcast? Are you, you know, are you engaging in this with your kids? Or are they seeing that, uh, man, dad puts all his time into the fantasy football. Um, I'm going to put my time into the fantasy football yeah. too. You know, are they yeah. seeing the importance of, you know, opening a Bible and looking inside yeah. of it because dad does. It's true. And his dad's seen the importance of like, I've got to train my kids. Yeah. Right. And I've got to like put some effort into it or some initiative. Yeah. Um, 
I heard a guy say a few years ago, he was speaking, he said, if you showed the same initiative at your job as you do with your family, would you get fired? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But most, you know, and that same guy went on to talk about that. Most guys think that they're good dads if they, if they provide like food and shelter for their kids. Yeah. Like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm working. I'm <laughs> providing money. Right. They have a house to live in. Right. So, and that's all great. Don't get me wrong, but you need right. to engage too. You need, and you need to shepherd and teach your kids and, you, do. you know, it's great that you're providing all of that, but right. that's not a cop out for the rest of it. I right. Mean, if that's a standard, like raccoons do that. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's <laughs> great. Here we are. So th- there, there's your standard. I should say donkeys. Um, but <laughs> oh, were you trying to say jackasses? Gotcha. <laughs> um, so if that's if that's the, if that's the bar for men that we we provide food and and yeah. a place to live, like great. Right. That that, that can't be yeah. right. So our responsibility as, as men of faith is the spiritual well-being of our children right. and our family. Yeah. And what are we teaching them and what are we showing them too? I mean, yeah. what are we showing them with our wives? Are they getting a good example of what a good husband's supposed to be, what a good father's supposed to be? I hit on this a lot, but, you know, I mean, what are our kids seeing? Well, kids learn by what you by what you do, not by what you say. Yeah, it's by what they're seeing. Huh? So you can talk a, a, a big game right. um, and about how much you love Jesus. But yeah. But my kids not. learn more about the gospel by how I treat Karen yeah. than what they do by yeah, what I tell them. Yeah, surely a lot more than, you know, they're going to get from your preaching. So. That's true, right? <laughs> I mean, so that's why I think a lot of, you know, sometimes you get this joke about pastor kids, like this, you know, going a different direction, they're yeah. really bad and stuff. <laughs> sometimes I think that some pastor kids see something different on Monday with their dad than what they see in the pulpit. Oh, yeah. And I think it's important for, in my case, like pastor kids to see about, not just pastor kids. Yeah. Even other kids, they see dad at church on Sunday raising his hands in worship, but then right. they see him on Monday being really short and angry with it, with their mom and yep. never asking for forgiveness. Yeah. Are you the same person throughout the rest of the week that you yeah. were on Sunday morning? Yeah. Um, are you loving? Are you demonstrating the gospel in that? Right. You know, what are the kids learning about the gospel, right? Yep. Um, and I mean, we all come up short, you know, from time to time. It, it does happen, but, yeah. you know, we have to work towards being better. We do. And I think our kids need to see us doing that. Yeah. Right. They need to see, hey, yeah, I lost my cool right. with you. Yeah, they need I'm... to see us fail, but they also need to see us, you know, recoup that and they do. be better. Um, Man, one of the hardest things to do is to apologize to your kid. Is it? Oh, yeah. Huh. Like for me, maybe yeah. it's just me. Like, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> but I remember they were younger and I would. I I'd apologize mess up. to your kids all the time. Yeah. Well, I think it's something when it's in your own and yeah. you messed up and you're like, listen, dad really shouldn't have said that. Yeah. I'm sorry for saying that. And then they're, you know, they're just super forgiving. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, thanks, I love dad. you, dad. And like, this makes you feel worse. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's important for your kids to see that, that, yeah. hey, dad's broken. He needs a savior just like you yeah, do. Dad's so. human, you know, and we all do, we all do fall short. But. Yeah. So I think this learning to, to see that. The other thing with, with dads is learning that the kids can't get another dad. So like in my case, Villa could get another pastor. Yeah. No problem. Right. Um, and probably a lot better one, a better looking, better speaking, better uh, shepherd. My three girls can't get another dad. Yeah. So if I sacrifice them because I'm working so much here, right. I'm messing my priorities up because God's called me to to shepherd them first. Yeah. Right. So whatever whatever it may be, like God's called you to your kids. Right. So what? Nothing. I can't say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't say it on here or I shouldn't say it anywhere else. So speaking anyway. of church. Yeah. I feel like I'm just on a roll today, like yeah, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, it might. Well, I don't know about that, but you know, a lot of men think it's the church's job to see their kids grow spiritually. It's not. Right. It is your job as a man to see your family and your kids grow spiritually. I agree. Now, the church comes alongside you, and you should be in a church that's helping with that. Right. That, that's helping you shepherd your kids and coming alongside. But yeah. dads that think, "Hey, I dropped my kids off at Sunday school or kids' yeah. church," and yeah, they should come back. 
they should come back and know the Bible. I'm like, the church gets your kids two hours a week, right. maybe three, depending on if you do like a, a wana or midweek or something. Yeah. You, you're with your kids all week, yeah. right? And it's your job, not not anybody else's. Yep, exactly. What are you teaching your kids? What are you teaching your kids? And yeah. do you care about your kids' eternity? Right. That's a big one too, yeah. right? So a lot of times you're you're concerned about what they're doing here in life. Like, are you more concerned about your kids' success here in life? So whether that's, I really want them to make this sports team. I really want them to get in this college. I right. really want this club to help them in the future life. Or are you more concerned with your kids' eternity? Yep. Like, where are they heading for eternity? Yep. And what does your schedule say about that? Right. Right? So you yeah. can say, oh, no, I really care about where they're heading in eternity. Yeah. Well, are you sure? <laughs> do you make spiritual <laughs> things a priority? I saw your calendar last right. week. Right. Yeah. And another thing, too, I just want to bring it up just because I've been dealing with this a little bit lately. But make sure your kids are coachable. Make mm. sure that you yeah. can talk to your kids. Make sure that other adults and other people of authority can talk to your kids and train them and push them in the right direction. That's good. Like one thing I look for when we hire is we want someone who's teachable. Yeah. So you may not have all the skills yet. You may have right. a lot to learn. Yeah. But if you show up here and, and you have a teachable spirit that you've learned, yep. we're good. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, you yeah, probably experienced that, that too, right? Oh, yeah. So absolutely. Someone's can take we can some... work with that. But the guy that thinks that he knows everything yeah. and he knows how to do it better and... You know, you can't uh, you can't compare to him and his skill. I mean, that guy is just, he is terrible for the work environment. Or that person is terrible for yeah. the work environment. Um, That's a good thing to bring up, though. Like, make sure your kids are ready. Because what you're doing in that is you're 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 getting them ready to send them out. So yeah. Psalm uh, 127 talks about our kids are like arrows. So really our job as parents is to train up our kids like an arrow yeah. and then send them out. Right. And so what skill sets, what things do you need to get ready for them so that they're ready to, to fly? Yeah. You don't, arrows aren't made to hold on to, right? right? They're made to send out. Yeah, they're made to fly. But they're made to fly and make a difference for the kingdom. So as men of faith, like, are we getting our kids ready to go out and make a difference in the community, in society, when you're dead? Yeah, Right, I mean, that's really... And not even when you're dead, but just, uh, your kids are going to turn, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old one day, and they're going to go out and start making decisions for themselves. And are they going to make decisions based off of what they've learned from their... You know, their parents, but their dad, or are they going to make, you know, decisions uh, based on the world and worldly view? And that's the big thing, too. My view is a whole lot different than a worldly view. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that whoever I'm training, um, Mm -hmm. you know, sees that. Yeah. Sees that we're not living for worldly things and we're not making worldly decisions. The other thing I think that helps with that is, now I mentioned it's like, hey, dad, it's your job to to train your kids spiritually, but you need to raise your kids in in a church, like in that community. Yeah, you have to. Like we had, so we had church tonight, right? And I noticed when I'm up there, we had a prayer service tonight for our community. And I'm up there speaking for a few minutes, reading out of Romans 12, and I look out there, and my oldest daughter's sitting next to you. Yeah. Right? Right. And so that's important. Like she needs to know like, hey, there are other godly men who care about me spiritually. Exactly. Who she sees praying. And so it takes a tribe. Yeah. Yeah, I need other people speaking into my kids' lives. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm the one that should be doing well, it. Well, you know. You know, tonight I guess it was okay. <laughs> it was you. Because, I mean, you experienced this, right? Like, my dad could tell me something, and I'd be like, man, he's stupid. Right. He didn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. But then another guy who I thought the world of would yeah. come up and tell me the same thing. Like, yeah, they might word it different or, yeah. you know, a different phrase or something. But it's like, wait a minute, that's got some truth to it. And he was telling me the same thing my dad yeah. said. It's like, okay, so you need those people in your life. Right. You get those in your church community, right? That's yep. where those strategic relationships happen. Yeah, that's something I really found about my church family is different than my normal family, but it's a it's a family that I have now that I didn't know that I needed mm-hmm. um, before I had them. Yeah, your kids need it, right? If you have kids, like yeah. they need that. Yeah, your that kids community. need that too, and they they make friendships and relationships with those other people too that are training them and teaching them and pushing them in the right direction. Yeah, um, that's what we try to 
define like what does success look like for us as a church and yeah. you know we don't set specific like numbers but we do set like we want this community here who's yeah. a true family who's growing together spiritually who's adding to it but yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. you've heard me say a lot of times that I think our biggest impact is going to be the kids we're raising up who when we're in heaven are going to still be right. preaching and teaching across the globe. Well they're going to they're going to mention things that you know RT said or that Nick said and they're yeah. going to be using that and using those examples and uh you know I think that's all our all of our biggest wants in life is that our kids one day are using us as examples for what we have taught them. Yeah, so here's yeah. the thing. Like I know we're trying to keep these shorter but yeah. this encouraged them in like this own this. This is your responsibility. Yeah. Are you putting like time and effort? It's like you mentioned, are you reading podcasts, getting wisdom from other men? Right. Like at least putting thought in, how am I seeing my family grow? How am I seeing my kids grow spiritually? Yep. Am I training them up? I kind of, a couple of quotes I read yeah. this week I want to use because the thing is we're going to, we're going to fall short. Oh yeah. Right. We always All the do. Time. So um, I'll probably get this last name wrong. It's Fitzpatrick. She's wrote a couple of books on parenting. Really Should good. You say Fitzpatrick? Yes. Okay. I'm probably not saying it right, but a couple of quotes that stood out to me. Yeah. Believe that God is strong enough to save your children no matter how you fail. Like that's just a good reminder to me that yeah. I fail at times as parent, but I serve a big God right. who's still gracious. And then she goes on to say, I did my best parenting by prayer. I began to speak less to the kids and more to God. It was actually quite relaxing. Yeah. I found that convicting. So how many times am I telling my kids, you need to do this, you need to do this, <laughs> you need to do this. Yeah. And I'm not speaking to God about my kids, right? Right. So this is just liberating to know that I can tell them, but I can really go tell my Heavenly Father. Right. So I think we've mentioned that before, too, in just relationships in general. You know, instead of arguing, let's just pray more. And uh, let's see if anything changes by praying more. Yeah, it's good. Um, the big thing, like, your kids are heading to eternity. Right. And so what, what path are you heading them on? Yeah, you know, exactly. Are you doing all you can to, to, to make sure they're on the right Yeah, it's just like the trajectory. arrow. You know, which direction are you pointing at? What's well, been good today? Yeah, it's been great. So anything else? We I think that's it for today. I like going through the Proverbs. This is good. Yeah. Uh, next week, I think we're uh, we're going to talk about you. Great. I can't wait. Yeah, we're going to say uh, the way of a fool uh, is <laughs> right in his go. own eyes. But uh, you're the second part of the verse. Oh, a wise you. man listens to advice. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys we'll next week. We'll see you week. next week. Thanks.